As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right, everybody. Bienvenidos a Coco Caliente. I'm guessing that means welcome to Coco Caliente. <laughs> yes, yes. If you're looking confused for a second, that is, that's exactly what it means. I feel like I should put a little Latin spice into it sometimes. Yeah, right? definitely. Because the, I'm the caliente to your Coco, right? True. <sighs> Not trying to be too cliche. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, let, let's uh, catch up a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So today was a lot of snow. Right? Yeah, so it sucks. I moved to Michigan, and that's one of the things that I'm still getting used to is the snow. Uh, mm-hmm. And I plowed snow today, but Nicole made it's fun of me. It's not plowing. He used the <laughs> shovel. Okay. I shoveled snow, and I have to put, like, my big jacket on, my muck boots, gloves, beanie, all that. Yeah, it's like a blizzard. And it's, like, it's a process, right? Because you start shoveling. And then you got to make paths, right? I got to make a pathway for Nicole to get to her car. For the I gotta, dogs. I got to make a pathway for the dogs. I got to make a pathway for my car. Mm-hmm. I got to scrub the cars down so we can drive and leave out, you know, yeah. plow, the, plow, shovel the driveway <laughs> and everything. I'm just not used to that. You know, it adds like 20, 30 minutes to your day. Yeah, if you're not used to that at all, then it's it's way different. Like your sister, when we kind of brought it up to her, she's like, oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I mean, she has what? How many kids? She has four of her own. And then he has uh, one, three. two, three of his own. So yeah. the Brady Bunch, there's seven so of them. So that would be a lot more added to your day if you yeah. have to get seven kids in the car and get it all cleaned off. <laughs> I mean, for me, I was late to my workout this morning because I had a little, I live a, a skip, hop, and a jump away. Literally like a one minute like drive. Like one block. Yeah. <laughs> but I was late because of the snow. So. Anyways. Yeah. And Nicole, she's so kind as I'm plowing the snow outside and everything. She had her car running. She's like, oh, you didn't uh, take the snow off of my car? No. So It's he... like, oh, I'm sorry. I completely forgot while no. I was doing something else. <laughs> no, you had your car started, Vic. My car... I didn't. My car wasn't started. Oh, it wasn't? No, my car wasn't started. Oh, okay. I didn't I take any car, snow. I thought your car was started and mine wasn't. I didn't do anything. to. And actually, when I started shoveling, your car was on and you had left it on so long that it shut back off. Yeah. Yeah. I had to do that with my remote start. <laughs> yeah. The struggle. Um, and it's just living in Michigan, you always have to do something outside. So Midwest is the best. Yeah. But when it gets to shoveling snow and then when it's fall and there's leaves all over the place. It's all part of the experience. And then I don't, I just don't, I wish I can just burn the leaves because you go pick up leaves. That's right? what you're supposed to do. Well, what I'm saying is it's all over the grass, right? So you can't mm-hmm. just burn it in the grass. You no. have to, you have to rake it up. And yeah. then after you rake it up, 
literally like two Take hours it to later. A burn pile. Well, and then two hours later, after you rake it up, there's just more leaves everywhere. I think it's really, really pretty. And I think that like I get um, therapy out of raking leaves. I love it. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to do it. Fall's my favorite season. So I don't, I mean, snow's 10 times worse. Okay, so. I'm just, but how many times did you rake leaves this past fall? One good day. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great day. It was a, you know what? You're, it's true though. It is, it is a little bit of therapy and the days are nicer outside. I will say that. Yeah, so I mean, it's I'm, not as bad as like shoveling snow. Right. It's not blistering cold. It's normally perfect weather. Fall in the Midwest is perfect. <laughs> it's so perfect. And snow days aren't bad either because, you know, it's nice to chill. You know? Yeah, like today we're all cozied up. We got our coffee. It's a blizzard outside. We don't have anything we should do. We shouldn't be on the road. So yeah. we have an excuse to stay in and mm-hmm. I love that. It's a perfect podcasting day. Yes. And I would like to note that if you can see what coffee mug I'm using. Yeah, it's really, really cute. Yeah. Well, tell them what coffee mug I'm using. It's um, like a collage mug of all of our pictures that actually... My brother's girlfriend made for us for Christmas. It's yeah. it's really, really cute. Yeah, it is nice. It's I don't use it because and... I don't want to break it. Eh, That's like something weird that I do is I used to, I'm getting better, but if I really love something, I don't touch it and I don't use it and I don't wear it. My favorite <laughs> outfits, I have never worn. They still have the tags on them. They have the tags and I'm like, nope, like today's not the day. The day has to be perfect i mean the stars have to align yeah everything just has to be set in place and i have to have that bod that i'm like for the last five years i'm like yeah i am going to have a six pack (laughs) and i am gonna be i've I've never worn a crop top maybe once and i have several crop tops in my closet but i'm like i'm just not gonna wear them let me just be the first to say that if you're trying to get a six pack for females it's harder than it is for males yeah just because the females carry that extra fat for the babies Mm. you know so when you get pregnant that's what i got yeah well yeah i mean we're trying to have babies at some point so it's healthy right right unless you're like trying to be a bodybuilder you know get on the stage with like no body fat no i can't do that yeah i pass out if i don't eat in two hours (laughs) (laughs) like hell no i mean even for me to to eat how i should be eating to get a really defined six-pack I feel like I get miserable because I still enjoy having my beers, right? And mm-hmm. I like having my chicken yeah. tenders from time to time. So I'm not perfect in that respect at all. And sometimes I'll sacrifice a six pack for, yeah. you know, just having fun, right? Oh, yeah. No, I do that every day. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> I, forever. I've always been sacrificing my body. <laughs> and it's okay. I'm happy. Yes, me too. I am very happy. And I think our pups are happy. They're jumping all around the couch right now. They're sniffing something. <laughs> all right. So I wanted to get in today uh, as we're slowly peeling back, I guess, like the uh, layers to our life. I think one of the mm-hmm. best places to start and for people to kind of get to know us would be kind of, uh, I guess, our upbringing. Okay. Right. So just kind of, I guess, tell them mm-hmm. what it's like growing up in Ubley and you know, as a kid and all that. I think a lot of people can relate to this. I think a lot of people that will listen to this might be from a smaller town. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess do you want to like ask me some questions. I just don't want to sit here and babble. No, I mean, it's not babbling. Just kind of like how it was like, you know, going to school or did okay, you like Okay, so whatever. I'll be honest. Okay, so 
I was very back when I grew up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm only 26. Wow, so long ago. Back when I grew up, I mean, we didn't grow up watching TV at all. Mm-hmm. TV okay. was not big in my family. We watched Disney Channel, me and my brother, you know, when it was October. And my favorite movies always were um, Halloween Town. So <laughs> I have great memories from watching TV, but that's yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Disney specials. Um, we were outside a lot, all the time playing and we had kind of like a neighborhood friendship going where we would all yeah. like bike gang type thing. <laughs> oh, so cool. Yeah. And so that's just kind of like when I was younger and then going to school, high school and everything, I thought I was so cool. <laughs> I had the most confidence that I think all the way up to a senior. And this was pre-social media, pre- pre-social media. I didn't even have Facebook. I didn't. I just, I got ready every day, woke up. I was cute. Like, I felt cute, so I was cute, right? Didn't you wear, like, different heels every yeah, day? Yeah, I wore like different colors, stilettos every day, and I I loved, like, expressing myself through my clothing, and I was very, you know, voted most athletic and trendsetter and most yeah, likely you... to be famous. I oh, mean, I really? sound like a psycho, but <laughs> I really, really tried hard, no but way. I was always myself, and I was so confident, so I was able to be my best self in high school. And if I'm not mistaken, weren't you like the three-point shooter record yeah. in your high school or whatever? Yeah. I broke I broke like some volleyball records. I broke basketball. I was um, – yeah, I, hold, I still hold the highest three points per game record. What was that? Seven. Seven. Okay. I was six for six before halftime and then it took wow. me – I know. That's insane. Yeah, but then I could only get – I needed one more to break the record and so it was in my head because I was just playing at that yeah. point and it wasn't like I was missing and then when I was like, shoot, like I can actually break a record. Yeah. Normally, I wouldn't even shoot six times in a game because mm-hmm. it's just not what I want to do. Yeah, you didn't but, want to be a ball hog or anything exactly. like that. Exactly. Just kind of pass the ball. But on. when you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> As in like shooting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When you got a rhythm going yeah. and you just like, you just go with the flow, you so, just keep launching it. Mm-hmm. So I just had a really, really good high school experience. My parents were so supportive. I never went drinking, never went partying. I had a, a steady boyfriend for five years. Wow. Yeah, and went to this every single dance with the same boy. Like it was very kind of almost like boring, but just <laughs> really I was satisfied. And you were very, very close to your mom, right? Like Yeah, this my whole mom time. was my best friend and I had one other best friend in high school and that's it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like like at lunch I'd just sit with my best friend. We would talk and we had such a great relationship and then I had my mom. I didn't have all these all these friends, but I was really, I was really good with everybody. Yeah, and I didn't feel like I was missing Ow. any. Yeah, like there's clicks, and I wasn't part of a click, but I didn't feel like I needed to be part of a click. Yeah. yeah, I was. I talk about it with my friend Nicole a lot. Like we were so freaking confident back then, <laughs> and now it's like I have even my stuff together a little bit better, uh-huh. and I might like. Even sometimes I'm like, okay, I can do my hair better or I have better – I didn't wear makeup back then. And I'm like, now I put of, makeup on and now it's like I feel insecure. Do you think it's because of social media? Do you think I that do plays think a it part? is. I think that has to be a huge part of it because, I mean, even in college, I was confident as heck. But then media started to come out and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not – I'm not the crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're trying to like all there's these cooler people than me. Okay. I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah. 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 They're, they're better. Like in college, I wasn't popular either as in, 
hanging out with the athletic groups, just was a nerd, hung out with my best friend again, would bring pizza to the library and chips, <laughs> gain the freshman 15, and then, you know, then my world completely changed when I went on Big Brother. So, yeah. But yeah, growing up in a small town, it was like you were so cool and confident. Everybody had friends. Nobody, there was no bullies in my school. Mm. Not at all. How many people in, were you in your graduating like class? Like 64. 64. Yeah, and I was friends with literally everybody. If someone didn't have someone to sit with, I freaking sat with them. Oh, look at you. You're an angel. No, and that's not what I'm trying to portray. No, I I'm know. Just like, I know. I'm joking. I always, everyone was happy Mm -hmm. and i don't know what it's like now in schools but there's you know i think we didn't have like where it was checking our phones at lunch that wasn't even a thing yeah and i and i can't remember that either and also you have a different perspective on it just because you lived in a village where the high school to kindergarten was on one thing k through 12 and it's only 800 people in Mm -hmm. the village right right? and so i mean Kids, even here, which is crazy, like if if you live on a farm, right, Mm -hmm. for example, you can drive yourself to school at a younger age than normal kids, right? And there's some type of law like that around here. Like, Wait, what? So you can start driving at a younger age if you live in like... If you're a farmer, I think you can drive at like... You can drive something at 14. Yeah, to get yourself to school. Not to get yourself to... Nobody did that to school. Everyone was 16. Or like you can drive a tractor to school or something. No... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I know that something about being a farmer, because who I used to date in high school, he was a farmer, and I think he could drive at 14. Okay, yeah. See, that's but what I'm talking to, about. But not to school. You can't drive to no, school? No, 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 no. Okay. I think it was like for your farm equipment or well, something. Well, I thought it was that because the bus doesn't go out there. No, you, the buses do go everywhere. Oh, okay. No, Even back bus, on the dirt roads yeah, and everything? Yep, they go on the dirt roads. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, I know we were talking about anxiety and uh, mental health issues. And so I just kind of wanted to tell you about BetterHelp. Um, So just to start off with, this isn't a crisis hotline, right? This is an online counseling service that has professional counselors in a safe and private online environment. And it's very convenient. I mean, and they don't just deal with anxiety. They deal with relationships, sleeping, trauma, self-esteem, grief, anger, LGBT matters, family conflicts. Um, it's available worldwide. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. Um, and it's just it's just a really good way to have a secure, convenient, professional, and affordable environment. That is really nice. Um, just to kind of, you know, just talk it out and feel mm-hmm. better opposed to holding things in, which we all know is just not good for you. Yeah. Um, so if you need help, BetterHelp is there for you. And best of all, it's it's really, truly affordable. And they have financial aid available for those who qualify. So for the Coco Caliente listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with discount code COCO. I mean, so just why not start today if you have to? You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you need somebody to talk to, a professional that can really get you help, mm-hmm. BetterHelp is the way to do it. You just simply fill out the questionnaire. Um, and that helps them assess your needs and get them matched uh, with a counselor you know, that you'll love. And also, if you don't like the counselor that you get, if you're not happy with them for any reason, you, you can request a new one at no additional cost. Yeah, I really like that. So, you know, I would, I would give it a try. It's there for you. It's a service. Again, it's not a crisis hotline, but this is something that you can do on your own time. Go to betterhelp.com slash coco and use the discount code coco. C-O-C-O. 
See, my upbringing was a complete 180 from yours, mm-hmm. right? Because I was a military brat. That's yeah. what they call it. I was a Navy child. Mm-hmm. My dad was in the Navy, I mean, since I was born. I mean, he was in the Gulf War yeah. when I was born. He came back and he was with my grandpa because he was sick or whatever. So he wasn't there when I was born. But we lived in a bunch of different places. I mean, we lived in uh, Florida, Virginia. Mm-hmm. We lived in Panama, yeah, Central so you had America. so much experience. Yeah, I mean... Your Central- eyes were open wide. <laughs> lived in Italy, mm-hmm. like uh, in Sicily and in La Madalena off the coast of uh, wow. Sardinia. So I could not even repeat any of those things you just said because <laughs> I'm just like, I never heard them before. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's just... It, there's pros and cons to it, right? Mm-hmm. I also didn't have social media, right? We were always out and about. But yeah. I only had friends for a couple of years, mm-hmm. right? So I'd have friends for like maybe two years, three years, a couple months. Yeah. And then we would up and leave again, which could it would get frustrating, right? Because mm-hmm. you just got established yep. and then you got to go, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, so that was tough, but it got me able to adapt well. True. You're very right? independent and I'm very not independent. <laughs> and I think that's why we're good with each other, right? Yeah. Because I, I, I can help you a lot with that. And that's just kind of how you ended up here too. You moved so much. It that was easy. This was, yeah, I didn't even ask you to move. I think people are thinking I forced you and drug oh, you no, here. Not and at all. It was just kind of like one day he's like, I'm to make this work, I'm, I want to move to you. And, and for me, it was easy because my parents, they don't plan on just staying in Louisiana forever, right? They want right. to move back to Puerto Rico. Right. So even if I was trying to force you to move to Louisiana, it wouldn't make sense because then my family would leave and then it's just you and me. Yeah. When you're always thinking about staying here in Michigan and, you know, not mm-hmm. leaving your family, right? That's not something that you would ever consider. That's not something at least I right ev- now. ever really wanted to do. I never cared to leave. Yeah. And yeah. so I think my upbringing helped me with that. But I also didn't grow up with social media. Mm-hmm. I was known as Hurt Boy. Yeah, I remember. I know this. <laughs> yeah, I would go out and depending on where we were at, you know, in the wilderness all day, always get beat up, you know, my knees, scrape up my knees or mm-hmm. whatever, and then come back home and my mom, what the heck happened? You like, like well, to explore. So your mom was really good at letting you go do what you wanted to do and come back where my mom, I, I kind of listened to the Dak Shepard. I love the Dak Shepard podcast. Yeah, yeah. Armchair Expert. Armchair Expert. Expert. It's yeah. my favorite. And so there was this episode where... It was like cage-free children. There's this yeah. book called Cage-Free Children where you just let your children go and why that's so hard nowadays. Just go play yeah. and go experience life. And nowadays you only have you know two children, not 14 children, yeah. and they don't really look out for each other. So you're very protective over your two mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. So my mom really didn't let me exp- – like we didn't go explore. We yeah. were always outside, but – she would not let us just go do whatever we wanted. Yeah, she yeah. was very protective and very just, just making sure we're safe. Yeah, and you know? and, and that's it's just different styles of upbringing. Oh, for sure. Nothing. I wouldn't say anything's better than the other, but I would like our kids to explore a little bit and kind of get best of both worlds. Right. I'm nervous about when we have kids because I'm gonna, I'm like so, overprotective. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, gonna be like, no, it's fine. Like, just kind of let them do their thing. Like, it's okay. And you're gonna be like, no, they can't do that. They gotta come because right. I remember just. All I would have to do as a kid, like my buddies would come knock on my door. Hey, you want to go? So mm-hmm. we grab the bikes and just leave, right? Yeah. The only thing I had to do is come back every so often, open the door. Hey, mom, checking in. And then you leave again, right? And that's just, it's crazy. My mom was also raised where my grandma just let them go do whatever. My mom's like, I'd be gone for a long time <laughs> and she just wouldn't check on them. Yeah. 
And so my mom wasn't raised that way either. She just became that way, I think, because she's a nervous Nancy like me. Yeah. And so just, um, shoot, hold on. You got it. I forgot where I was going. I had a really good point. Shoot, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> hold on. And like the pressure's on to remember it. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. So wait, so what was I saying? Talking about how your mom was raised mm-hmm. in a way like me kind of where you kind of go do your thing or whatever. You yeah. just come back, check in, you know, you'd be gone for a while. Oh, so I'm sorry. My dog keeps, she's like, she's like hitting me. I know. Yeah. I know. And the other one's over there ruffling around in our dirty clothes. They're so spoiled. Oh, so. See that? And that scares me. because Nicole so spoiled. Nicole spoils these dogs and it's crazy. Like I, I get it. You they know? eat better than him. They, no, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, she'll, she'll wake me up and hey, take the dogs out. We got to do this with the dogs. We can't leave it. We got Furbo. So as we're out and about, Nicole, check her phone. Are the dogs okay? Throw them a treat. I just can't. I'm, yeah, they're my kids. For okay. sure. So I remember my train of thought now. Okay, go ahead. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're joking. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. Okay, Vic. It's because we started talking about something else. Mm-hmm. So it was about my mom, right? How she was raised. And then I was raised differently. And oh, so I was the type where my mom always had my friends over to my house. I didn't spend the night at other people's house. And you <laughs> were the type that your mom would be like, go over to their house. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing is, I enjoyed that, right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be responsible, or yeah. hold the burden of hosting. Mm-hmm. Even in, for example, let's say high school. Let's say if my parents were out of town, I would never have people over because I don't want to break something. I don't want to have to clean up. I don't, whatever. Yeah. But if somebody's, hey, like, hey, we can come over to my house and hang out parents are out of town whatever like oh okay cool let's go hang out i'll we'll hang out at your place i don't got to worry about anything because i'm leaving right (laughs) and if my parents were out of town i'd be out of town also (laughs) you know like i would not stay home yeah and you guys uh you guys would take i guess at that time you guys would only take that like the yearly trip to florida that we still do now right yeah did you guys travel much more than that or not no the first time i got on a plane by myself or even besides Florida, any of us, was when I went to finals week for Big Brother 16 and I bawled. (laughs) I bawled. I was so scared. Were you like 21? 21. 21. (laughs) And I was bawling. I'm so sheltered. And But now, now I have seen so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. And that's why I kind of get shocked sometimes. People might get offended. That I just kind of look and my eyes are wide because I'm like, wow, I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it, but it's more like I'm just taking it in. It's not like I'm being some type of way. Yeah, and that's something about living in the thumb, right? The demographic over here is just mostly white and just from the area that you're mm-hmm. in, right? It's a farm area. Yeah. Not a lot of people live over here. And then so when somebody from here goes to a place like New York, let's say, yeah. where it's a melting pot, mm-hmm. it's kind of like an eye opener. It's like, wow, yeah. there's so many things, yeah. so many different types of people, food, yeah. languages, mm-hmm. like everything. And I'm so more, I'm so educated, like compared to what I would be had I not had the experiences yeah. I had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be married to my the high school boy yep. and be a farmer's wife and I probably wouldn't have went and got an education. And just kind of stayed in this I area. I would have probably had four kids by now <laughs> and I would have stayed in this area. Yeah. And I would have been probably content but not to where I want to be. Well, and the thing is, it's not even that. It's more so if you don't know any better, 
it doesn't affect you, yeah. right? If you were to live in just this town and never leave, let's say never even go to Florida, mm-hmm. you don't know any better. So this is great. Even Florida, though, when we went, it was like, you know. It was like an extension to this place, exactly. but in the sun and with exactly. the pool. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I can I can get that I I can totally understand and and I and I like that we have such different perspectives because mm-hmm. that's how we face the world together right like yeah and you and I have opened up a lot more oh yeah oh but, yeah I mean I've come a long way I you have to have. give myself that credit no I give you the credit for that and I like traveling with you because you still there's times when you get surprised and you know there's a part of that traveling that I, we can't talk about that yet but. Mm-hmm. That was right. a lot of fun, and I'm excited to, whenever that time comes to talk about it because yeah. seeing Nicole in different places and just her reactions to things are mm-hmm. awesome. Oh I mean, my I- gosh. <laughs> I'm so expressionistic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yes, you are. My face says everything, and that's what's really, really crazy and, and bad at the same time. <laughs> Like, you just know how I'm feeling, and sometimes I don't want you to know how I'm feeling. But just listening to my voice, you guys can't see my face right now. And so that's what I was kind of worried about, complete side note, but worried about podcasting is because mm. I think why I was cast in reality TV is I'm just so... Expressionistic, like you just yes. said. Yes. And so now it's just my voice, which people complain about. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's give it a shot. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. I like the fact, though, that, like you said, in podcasting, I don't... I mean, I got some short shorts on. I'm, I'm free balling right now. I don't even got boxers. And you know? I just, I look like a wet rat because no, I got out of the you shower. Don't. You look great. Your shirt's a little wrinkly, though. I will say that. This is a pajama shirt. <laughs> Good vibes only. <laughs> so there's this obsessively researched vitamin for women. No, no. What is it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called Ritual. Ritual. What, what's ritual? It, so the one that I'm interested in, there's a multivitamin and then there's ritual essential prenatal. Oh. So it's like a prenatal reborn, they say. Pre, so prenatal is before you're pregnant, obviously, so right? So for those of us thinking about it, trying or expecting. We're in that category. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we got to get married first, but. <laughs> Unless we have an oopsie daisy baby and I want you to be healthy, you know. We're not sexually active. Ritual yeah. essential prenatal <laughs> is conceived to deliver the essential nutrients from DHA to folate that women need at every stage. A subscription is easy to start. So it's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month. Oh, that's cheap. Yeah, I know. So better health doesn't happen overnight, ladies. Start your year with Essential for Women, mm-hmm. a small step that helps create a healthy foundation for 2019. Remember, there's also just a multivitamin. Okay. And visit ritual.com forward slash Coco to start your ritual today. Oh, that's clever. I didn't that's even think that. ritual.com forward slash Coco. Make it a ritual. All right. So I want to transition this okay. into the word of the day, right? The Spanish word of the day. All right. Okay. You better be better than last time. It will be better than last time. And as you see, we have a little board, right? We have mm-hmm. our little podcasting board where we have, you know, kind of a guideline of what we're going to talk about today. And I didn't put the whole word on there because I didn't want you to get any, like, context of what the word yeah, is. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I, I don't want to know. I mean, I'm going to guess it. Okay. So the word of the day, the Spanish word of the day today is relájate. What? Relájate. Can you spell that for me, please? Relájate. I can't even understand. Vic, you're doing right, that right, on okay. no, no, I'm not. That's how you have to... Re- how would I say it? Because I can't roll. Relájate. So, let me put this board back. 
R-E-L-A-J-A-T-E. I think that's how you spell it. If I'm wrong, relate, I'm wrong. relate, relajate, really? and and the J is pronounced as an H. Yeah, I, I know that. So the way you would say it probably is relajate, relajate. Yeah. What do you think that means? Relate. Okay, it's relax. Okay, that's close. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, and that's why I didn't want to write it because as soon as you see it, you were thinking relate. Yeah. 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 I mean, that helps. Yeah, I know. I, I got to see it. I mean, when you're just, it's so, I'm not used to it. It's so fast when you say it that I can't even. Okay, so say it with me. Re. Re. La. La. Ha. Ha. Te. Te. Now say it all together. You got to say it faster because I forgot it. Relájate. Relajate. There you go. Good job, baby. Relax. Relax. What I need to do. Exactly. Which transitions into what I wanted to talk about, which... Man, you got this whole thing down. You're just transitioning like a pro over here. You know what? Segways. Yeah. This is a good segue into what I wanted to talk about, which yesterday or like two days ago, we were like, so what are we going to talk about on our next episode? Yeah. And we're going back and forth and Nicole's like, you just figure it out. You know, she's like, I got so much going on right now. Got my (laughs) work, you know, social media. I got the house. I got bowling tonight. (laughs) And then she just like walks out of the door and I'm like, you know what? We're going to talk about feeling overwhelmed yeah, <laughs> with life in general. Yeah. So take it away, Nicole. How, how are you feeling with life right now? Right. And today I'm good. Two <laughs> days ago, I was terrible. I have to take day by day. And some days I just don't feel like getting out of bed and I don't know why, but it's very new to me. Mm-hmm. It's very new. And so I think it's just when I feel like I have so much to do, I don't know where to start. Uh, okay. So living in this house. Yeah people i don't even have kids so (laughs) it's just like what am i gonna do i have to figure something out and it's and i really think it's less about what's actually happening and more about your state of mind about what things are happening right you know yeah no for sure you know like perspective versus reality and i say that a lot and it bugs you sometimes but like the perspective of what's happening like oh i got all these things piling up and like in the house what what do we really we're very we're very opposite oh yes with this yes we are one of the several things we're very different about (laughs) is when we have something to do i think it's like a level 10 And Vic thinks it's a level one, Mm -hmm. but he will call me down to a level five and that's what I need. (laughs) And I will bring him up to a level five. Yes. So I put a little pep in his step and he kind of gives me a little bit of a chill pill. And, and I'm reading cause you have, what you deal with essentially is anxiety, right? Yeah. I, I do have anxiety. Yeah. And, but it's not something that I've been like, I've kind of diagnosed myself. Mm -hmm. I've gone to. It's not like where I need I have medication or yeah. anything like that. I deal with it myself because I have anxiety about taking medication. <laughs> so her anxiety feeds anxiety. And I will tell you a statistic here. So 18.1% of adults in the United States have anxiety and that's about 40 million. 18 only percent? 18%. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's I mean that's a lot but I still feel like a lot of people I meet have anxiety. Okay, okay. How about, it, am okay. I in that percentage? Let's say, okay, uh, it says, oh, okay, there's another one right here. Approximately 30% of adults' uh, population in North America have anxiety and wellness issues. Mm. Okay. Okay. And then out of those, only one third receive treatment. Because that's probably what they want. 
Yeah. Because maybe. that's like how I am. Yeah. Like I you, don't. You don't want to go to treatment or anything like that. It's no. one of those where you just want to kind of like deal with it on your own. Because I think I can't. I know I generate the anxiety myself in my mm-hmm. brain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with most of it. Sometimes it comes out of nowhere where I feel like, okay, I want to pop a pill. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Well, and and the thing is, like, and it'll come up in like the most randomest of ways where it's not even the end of the world. Like, for example, okay, we get home, I get home, and you have to cook dinner, and you're trying to think of like what we got to do with the podcast. Yeah. And I say, and maybe like there's laundry to do, and I say something like, "Oh, I need to go to the gym," and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> I got to do this, I got to do that, I, I got to do that," and I'm like, "Babe, it's." I, I think it's because I stay home all day and. And I got stuff that I need to work on, whether Uh that's like my collaborations or emails. And I just can't get, I don't get out of the house to like, when I used to work in the ER. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have anxiety in the ER because I was. Yeah, your mind was filled Yeah, so as long as my mind's busy, I'm fine. And that's not really anxiety that you're talking about. That's like frustration. (laughs) Okay. So that that's more frustration <laughs> anxiety is when like last christmas okay two years ago i'm at christmas dinner everything should be fine everyone's together i should feel safe and my heart's just racing and we had to leave early yeah we did i had but then we learned my potassium was severely off but then i had to wear a heart monitor it was this big ordeal yeah i remember that yep um but there was nothing really wrong and so i realized I was having night terrors. I would scream. I do. Waking and up in the middle of the night. You would hit me in the middle of the night to it's, wake me up. I would stop breathing and I my heart would race and I would stop breathing. So it's almost like sleep apnea. I probably should get tested for that. Yeah. But it's been so much better. And we don't know either because it could have been something also because it happens when you like drink wine sometimes. Yeah. Right? So I think it could. That, that's exactly. It happened twice really, really bad. Where I went to the emergency room. Yep, yep. And... They shrugged you off one time. They did. They thought it was no big deal. (laughs) And then the next doctor, thankfully... um, He checked your potassium and all that. He checked my blood and there was... It was like severely off. Yeah. And so it was causing arrhythmias, which is, you know... Explain to people what arrhythmias are. Arrhythmia is just like when your heart's not regular rate and rhythm. It's just like going boom, 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 boom. Like... I don't know. I'm so I should be better at explaining. But it's like it's not consistent. Okay, yeah, it's not on its regular it's pattern. Not, it's right? there's and, something off. Yeah. And so they found that out and then once my potassium was fixed, I was a lot, lot better. But it was could be the sulfites. I don't drink red wine anymore, which really stinks because I really love wine. So mm-hmm. now I just get nervous and with it's wine. Bougie. I like I like saying that I drink wine even though I don't just because it sounds yes. fancy. Yeah, and so I was on the track of being more sophisticated and drinking like not the sweet white but the you know not sweet red (laughs) and now i can't do that so um that's what we kind of the doctors figured it out with that Mm -hmm. and the potassium and you know what's crazy though because it's also like like you said it's there's anxiety in their state of mind those are two different things right like being frustrated or whatever but for example i had high blood pressure like when i was in college, I mean, yeah, this I, I, blows my mind. Yeah, so I was in college, and this is an interesting story. And he was story. a really, really what you were so athletic. You did like what did you do? Yeah, so in in college, I ran track and field. Mm-hmm. Like I was the first decathlete in my school, yeah. Division One, whatever. I also I worked out every day. I swam every day. Played intramural yeah, soccer. Like, like what like, the heck? All these things. Like I was super fit. Mm-hmm. 
And then I went to they had a fair one day during finals and it was like a like a relaxation fair for finals and one of the things they had out there was like check your blood pressure. So I sat down mm-hmm. and the lady, you know, put the little strap thing on my arm and she's checking it and she's like, "Oh, I got to do this again." And she does it again. She's like, "You should go to your doctor cuz you looks like you have hypertension." And then I was and like, coming from a really fit college athlete, you're yeah. like, this is not what I, I expect your pulse to be in the fifties. It, w- it was actually in the forties okay. at that time. See, it was crazy. So, that, yeah. so and then your blood pressure was just super high. Super through the roof. And so when I went to the doctor, like mm-hmm. not long after that, I called the doctor. And you weren't nervous or anything. I wasn't. I was completely chill. Okay. And I went to the doctor and he told me that day and I had been tracking it and it was, my, my pressure was like 220, wow. 240 over like. 70 or 80 something like that that's crazy and when i went in that day he's like your levels right now are where you can have a heart attack just walking heart attack walking heart attack like in your how old 21 i was not even yeah i was 20 21 and 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 no one would think that that's why you guys have everyone has to get checked everybody should get checked he said because that's one of those things where you can just be running and he told me don't go running by yourself right now don't do anything by yourself that's so scary because you can drop and nobody would know like if you and and so actually i got a medication right Mm -hmm. uh and i can't a beta blocker probably yeah it was actually uh or was it a pril drug it was like uh, Lisinopril? Yeah, it was lisinopril. It was it was actually lisinopril. And it basically relaxes the veins mm-hmm. in your, you know, so your blood can pump through no problem. Yeah. And the dosage that I got was higher than my father's, which he was like, you know, 50 at the time, which is crazy. And yeah. I remember taking that medication the first time in the morning and it just knocked me out because it was so wow. strong. Like I, I went to Yeah, sleep. I guess a beta blocker, beta blocker is what I was going to get on, which would slow your heart. So that's not what you needed. You needed the <laughs> lisinopril, an ACE inhibitor, an ARB. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, what I'm trying to get at is they found out that, you know, there was a leaky valve in my heart, mm. you know, and that has nothing to do with anything. It's just that my heart had grown several times. It had grown i had wow. a bigger heart yeah. which bursted about had that been you you would have been oh shit you might as well just kill me now yeah nicole would not be able to go through one day if they told her that she has a leaky valve in her heart and you know <sighs> you gotta be careful because there's something wrong with me <laughs> and i was completely fine i was i mean my parents were a little worried obviously and we had to go to a couple specialists and mm-hmm. they said it was just spontaneous uh there was no rhyme or reason why that was happening yeah um and that the leaky valve that i still have today it could be something down the line or it could not but you know there's nothing that they could really do right now at this point so oh my gosh i can't even imagine (laughs) but i was completely fine and i'm still fine i still exercise my blood pressure is back down basically i changed my diet you were eating too many hot pockets too many hot pockets bagel bites too many microwavable high sodium foods so i took that out of the equation exercised a little bit more cardio and i brought my blood pressure down and so and I have my my pulse and everything's usually normal. It's in yeah. the 90s though. Normal mm, is 90s because I'm dum, just dum. always a little bit high strung. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that we talked about before was how much we loved Scentbird. Yes. And you remember what that is. Yeah. Isn't it like uh, you can get like three to five cents or something like that like yeah perfume or cologne yep. that you can just try out something yeah, like that so right? you get to pick whatever cologne or perfume that you want uh-huh. and they send it to you to try so up to five yes okay yeah yeah and i yeah and i just got mine yeah you did so what what kind did you pick so i got the uh kenneth cole black gold uh which is smells amazing mm-hmm. the versace eros and the eight and bob the original um and it's cool because 
I thought I had more, so I grabbed one of Nicole's on accident <laughs> yes. and I sprayed myself and I smelled like a woman, but it smelled great. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's that's so funny, but it's also like so nice that you can try like different brands that you want yeah. without paying $50 a bottle. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to commit to an entire bottle to figure out if you like it or not. And you can take a little quiz too if you're not sure about, because I'm like, I don't really wear perfume a lot, but I want to find something that I love and I love Glossier by Glossier You. That's yeah. the like, only perfume now that I will wear. <laughs> yeah, and they have, and the quiz is good though because they have so many on there. Yeah, they have a exactly. Ton of stuff on it that can site. be very overwhelming if you're like, I don't know what to look for. So take the quiz if you need to. Yeah. Um, and we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. You can get 50% off your first month today. And that's only seven fifty for your first fragrance. Yeah, that's super Go cheap. Go to Scentbird.com forward slash Coco and use my code Coco for 50% off your first month. Yep, that's uh, Scentbird, S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com forward slash Coco, C-O-C-O, and use the code Coco for 50% off. Sign on and smell amazing. So, yeah, if I, I haven't even, you guys, got my wisdom teeth out, I've canceled probably <laughs> seven to ten times because I don't want the anesthetics. She's so stressed about every, I mean. I thought they were anesthesia. Yeah. I just, like, don't, I could die. I mean, yeah. That's how any, I think. Nicole, Nicole has, uh, it's like catastrophe mindset where. Yeah. The worst thing that can possibly happen in any situation, no matter what the circumstances are, Mm -hmm. that's the first thing you'll go to. And I hate when people say, like, I'm pessimistic. I'm not. No, people don't say I'm pessimistic, but I don't see. You don't see the glass half empty. And I don't see it half full. I see it as what it is. Dude, it's (laughs) it's half full. It which it could go this way or it could go this way, but I'm gonna prepare for the worst and expect the best secretly in my head. I let people think that I'm not I it's just weird mind game. Oh, I know. But I just like I'm secretly expecting the best, but I'm preparing for the worst out loud. Mm-hmm. Even with this podcast, like if if it sucks, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if we suck? <laughs> but really, and, I have these high expectations of this. I and, really and do. I hate, you know what? I love and I hate that because sometimes you. it gives me, no, it, yeah, you push me. It gives me a reality check at times, but I hate, I hate when you tell me those things. I don't like hearing I do. That. I unload on you. Oh yeah. Nicole just gives me all the worst possible but, things that can happen. I'm no, just like, but, I don't want to hear that. No, but I think like, it's kind of like when I wake up with a swollen eye, once I tell you that I'm having this allergic reaction. Yeah then it's like, okay, I'm going to be fine. But if I just hold it in myself, even this little tiny allergic reaction, I could die and no no one could know. Well, how many times have you told me that the puppies are bad or sick? Yeah, they are sick often. <laughs> but they're but at that same time, they're not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you'll be like, look at, look at Paris or look at Beyonce. She looks so sad. Is something <gasps> wrong with her? I promise this time there's something that's wrong. I promise. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've heard that. I know. And the, the amount of times. But every time I say it, I'm telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. I well, really, I'm just very. You believe obs- that. I'm you very believe what you're saying. I'm very observant, which helped us on the last show we were on. Mm-hmm. And. On Big Brother, I can tell people's feelings and expressions through their eyes, through their behavior, through their mouths. I know when something's up. Okay. I absolutely know. Let me say this, though. Let me say this, right? But if you're saying that a lot and you're right, let's say 60% of the time. Yeah, it gets tiring. Exactly. And you may not be right that one time. 
right? Or all those other times, but then you're right yeah. this time. So you tell yourself, I know when in fact your knowing rate of things may not be a hundred percent, right? Maybe like 60%. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. That's just kind of something no, I, that I- And I understand. And it's like, I just am super, and sometimes I'm like really preparing for the best. And sometimes I'm like, no, I'm just not in the mood to prepare for the best. So I don't. <laughs> and anxiety is something so real. And when, if you, if somebody has it, yeah, it, it attacks you from nowhere. And then your mind, it's like clinically proven. Your yeah. mind goes directly to you're dying. Oh, for sure. You're yeah. in fight or flight mode and you're trying to get out. You're trying to talk to yourself. One thing that has helped me, if this is helpful for you guys, is meditation. Mm-hmm. It is absolute medicine. Sometimes when I was working, I would have to go in the bathroom plug earphones into my phone and play this calm meditation voice on YouTube. Yeah. And it would snap me out of it. It would just, I would be completely fine. Like calm your breathing. Zen, finding inner peace. Oh my gosh. Cause you can just, your head is like, Oh, you can feel it. You can feel it coming out of your chest and then Mm -hmm. you can feel it coming out of your neck. And and then then your mind's going like, Oh my God, like my pulse has got to be 190 and you're short of breath. And, also, another thing that helps me is burping. So oh, if that's you, weird. Yeah. yeah, I I had to do it at the hospital a couple times, like Were when like I, when I was working something? to prevent it, because I could feel like, okay, I'm starting to get anxious. So what do you just like grab so, a soda? Yeah, you do, and grab a soda, <laughs> and I use Lacroix now. <laughs> oh, Healthier choice, bougie. <laughs> but and then if I just burp, it's like all this release tension. Oh, I think I just burped. Yeah, actually. you did. Yeah, and it just makes you. Because sometimes it's just like build up gas in my chest that causes the anxiety, which is weird. Or um, I've had really bad gas pains, you you know, and it's just in my stomach and my back and my chest. And then your your mind goes heart attack. Okay. You know? Yeah. And I haven't had that feeling, but I've seen you in in that state, right? And it is freaky because Mm -hmm. it's hard for the other person. Like for me, looking from the outside in, it's like, how do I just get this out of her? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not much I can do, but no. I've been pushing meditation on you. And actually yeah. that's something that I want to do myself, mm-hmm. you know, for just inner clarity and overall right. Zen and health. Um, but yeah, I, I even got you something for meditation, like meditation sounds. You haven't even plugged yeah. it in yet, but mm-hmm. I want you to start using that. Cause I mean, you can, you can even help us sleep. At There's night. just, you have to find your niche of what works for you. And mm-hmm. And so, you know what worked for me a, for a while was when I went to the emergency room, they had given me like uh, Xanax. Okay. And I had never taken it, but just having the bottle and having access to in case I need it in, case in it my gets mind, that bad. Yeah. it completely prevented it. And then I lost like it just went up <laughs> twice we, you lost it twice because i remember yeah. they, they gave it to you i know i'm wondering like did someone it? snatch my medicine <laughs> they're just selling it but the, no it's so bad but i just had never taken it but i always was like okay i have it if i need it and that was enough to make my anxiety and completely that's, gone that's wild because i that you've never even you know what i mean because yeah. you've had two full bottles and you've never even right. taken it but just having it in your purse mm-hmm. in case something happens when you're going somewhere it's just like okay this makes me feel yeah. a whole lot better just to have it right so, so and it was something that it's I like the placebo effect. and there's nothing wrong with taking the medicine if that's what you need i just felt like i didn't want i knew that i could like conquer it mm-hmm. 
And I wanted to conquer it because my mom has conquered conquered it. Yeah, your mom used to be a very anxious person. She did, and she had like anxiety, but it was never she never medicated, and uh-huh. now she's completely fine because she worked through it. You find that you know that mental space where you need to be. You need to find your routine, whatever burping, whatever. I mean, it could whatever be simple like you. that, yeah. or it could be getting more sleep at night or writing down every morning what you want to get accomplished because it happens when mostly happens when i don't have things to do yeah so if you keep your mind busy you're fine Mm -hmm. for me and if i just don't have anything going on that's when it comes and attacks me so for very busy people it's almost like it helps Yeah. yeah you would think it'd be like oh my gosh i got so much to do you were talking about frustration earlier but anxiety is something that's just like Oh my gosh. It just <laughs> takes your breath away and you you pray and you just want it gone. And and there's a lot of times where I'm just like, I wish Nicole can just have what I have, right? Which is the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm sometimes I'm too laid back. Yeah. But if I can just give you that sometimes I'm just like, man, I she can only feel what I'm feeling right Thank now. Thank goodness you don't have anxiety. We would just be feeding <laughs> off each other all day. Like, let's go to the ER <laughs> right now. Yeah, no, I count my blessings a lot. That, and I got that from my parents. Just, yeah. They're just like the, all right, don't worry about it. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. You know, you'll deal with it. Don't cross that bridge until you get there type yeah. of deal. And something I've realized too is that I am so sensitive and I'm becoming mm-hmm. more sensitive by the day. That is true. I am. And I think that's also where the anxiety can come from yeah like i can't even tell you a bad story you know what i mean like especially if it involves animals or kids like if it's in the news you're like just don't even tell me because i get so mad i start it it completely i cry Mm -hmm. like if i wake up and i'm scrolling through my instagram feed and i see like pita post something yeah and i cry all day and Mm -hmm. i don't and I, I just get angry and I, I and I tell you and I do research and I'm like, what can I do about this? And and I just, it ruins my day. I know. I, I mean, I, you'll message people if they're wearing something. It's like, hey, make sure this is not real fur. Hey, <laughs> oh I don't want this <laughs> to be real leather. Don't tell people this. But hey, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's no, not I'm a just, bad thing. I just You're say, just making people aware of what's going on. I just say, do you know, you know on. what's yeah. going on right now? Yeah. So for all my female listeners out there, I have a really cool company called Lola. And what they do is they offer a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. They're 100% natural and easy to feel good about. They're very transparent about what's in their products. And I absolutely love that. That's right up your alley. Yeah. Um, And so they're made out of organic cotton, 100%, no added chemicals, fragrances, anything like dyes. Oh, wow. And what's what I love is because yeah. I always forget tampons when it's my period oh time. My I just gosh. like act like I don't even know it's coming. I'm like Nicole. How do you not know this? I have yeah. to have it in my car or something for you. It's true. <laughs> so this comes right to your door. So that's a very big benefit for me. Super convenient. And so you can pick your subscription. You can change it, skip it, cancel it at any time. Oh, that's and awesome. And what you do is you customize it. So product type. What do you use? As- absorbency quantity how many do you want frequency so i love that it's so customizable and it's you know women creating a company for women got to support the women and don't they like do some type of uh giving as well like for every box or something like that yeah they do uh for every purchase they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters in the united states oh that's awesome love it yeah and when they come to my door it isn't a very discreet box at first i'm like what is this you know (laughs) so it's not like oh she's ordering tampons nobody even knows what the heck it is and 
And I love that. It's so convenient. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter Coco when you subscribe. So go to mylola, that's L-O-L-A.com and enter code Coco to get 40% off. I have fallen victim to doing things that I didn't know I was doing. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't realize leather and I didn't realize... A bunch of things. Like where it was getting sourced from. Yes. I didn't, I was like an idiot to that. And so now that I see things and I see like how bad animals are treated for their fur. Yeah. I mean, I can never go back. Yeah. I would, I just, I can't do it. So, and some people just don't see that because you don't have to. Or you don't know. And, or you just don't know. And, and, you know, and it's sometimes it, it is easier not to know, but then you don't do anything about it. So I already feel like I'm so full with trying to better these lives of these animals in my town. I mean, I stop and give dog <laughs> treats to random dogs. Mom's yeah, like, you, you can't do. do that. I like pet them to make sure they're good and warm. And I and they probably think I'm a freak going into their... I mean, I could probably get in trouble for this. <laughs> <laughs> Trespassing. <laughs> but I mean, it's like people I know. Yeah. Kind of. Everyone knows everybody. But I'm just making sure they're not stranded outside or... Yeah, no, and I commend you for that. I just I just wish that you could do all that without taking the emotional burden from all of that, right? You know, because yeah. it, it has to be... I put myself in the animal's shoes immediately. And in the, everybody's shoes. It doesn't yeah. matter who, animal, yeah. person, situation. And but you I just, don't really want to lose that. And I think that's why nursing was really, really hard for me is because I would see my mom and the 40-year-old or I'd see my brother and the teen or yeah. I'd see my grandma in this age or my dad and... I mean, if you would treat everybody like they're your family. Like I if, absolutely yeah. do. And then I, I get emotional and I'm just like, you go home and you take that with you and it becomes a lot. And then when something doesn't go well, you're just like, oh, uh, devastates well, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could cry thinking about it. So I, I am very empathetic, very. And, and that's, it's a hard thing to have. <laughs> well, the thing is, okay, I'll say, yes, you are right. Mm-hmm. You just hold it harder than everybody else does right because i'm empathetic too like i feel oh, i know you are i feel yeah. sad for animals yeah. and stuff but i don't carry the burden on my shoulders and i do for that you know and i can still help and you know make people aware like, or whatever but yeah. i just don't take it on and like let it run into our relationship right like where i come yeah. home and i'm just like mad yeah. about something else and, mm-hmm. and just bring it into a conversation then i have to bring you back like hey nicole oh, yeah. what's going on right now that about the dishes for example has nothing to do with the dishes what's wrong yeah and then that, you'll you're say, very good at detecting that you know it's not the dishes or the laundry it's something what do you, you see today who'd you talk to what happened you know right. and then so it comes out and it's like okay now let's get back to like mm-hmm. what you know what it's really about and don't let it affect our relationship yeah. right so no you are super good you're very good at that and i'm so thankful because i i need that yeah yeah i absolutely need that all right so now i want to transition into the segment that i like to talk about i like it too and i yes yes and it's weird or normal right so yeah. and i say quote unquote normal cuz you know people think different things are normal right yeah we thought of i thought of a better common Weird or common? I mean, I don't want to offend you guys. And see me even saying you guys. People get mad. In the Midwest, you guys is y'all. <laughs> I don't say y'all. Yeah, we say y'all in the South. You guys means girls, boys, everybody. I'm mm-hmm. talking to everyone. Okay, so... So as, just don't be offended. We don't mean any harm. Okay, well, I'm not going to say, you know, weird or common, okay? So weird or normal? Weird or normal. Nicole... 
does this thing with the butter. Oh my gosh. I knew that's what you're going to say. Because I just think it's so weird. All I don't right. understand why. We, okay. She leaves it out of the fridge. I, so th- there's a butter butter containers. See, I just don't get it. So I you leave a stick of butter and it, you leave it in the container, mm-hmm. like the pretty container, mm-hmm. and it sits on the table. I just, I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of just like leaving that food you out. You guys, this like is not, that. this is so common. Yeah, but I don't. For me, that's weird. I mean, I just yeah, like leave. He gets freaked out that you're going to get sick or something. Yeah, or like something's going to get in it, or oh, I don't know. There's a lid. It's even. I don't care that there's a lid. I'm just saying it's out of the fridge. I feel like it's mm-hmm. dairy. It has to stay cold. It does boggle my mind a little bit. Right? How? How? When you bring it up, like it's dairy and it's this, but it's just I grew up like that. Okay. We have butter in the fridge and butter out of the fridge. So when you put it on your toast, you're not like crumbling. The big thing of butter and making a hole inside your toast. Okay. I it can, spreads evenly. I can understand that. But at the same time, why do you leave the other butter in the fridge? Because I'm not going to leave a bunch of sticks of butter. <laughs> 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 or like butter containers. I don't know. I just think that's a little weird. Maybe. See, it's I just, more. you think it's more normal now saying it out loud. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I, it's just one of those things for me that when I see it out, I just kind of. Like, makes me not want to have that butter, you know? I'll take note of that. <laughs> Would you got anything else? Um, another weird or normal? Yeah, because that one's not that weird. <sighs> okay. Nicole has a tendency of dragging every piece of fabric that we have on our bed across the floor. If she goes and grabs the bed sheets off of the bed and she wants to bring it to the couch... She doesn't just like hold it up and then bring it to the couch and put it on the couch. She has to drag it all over the house or anywhere she gets up. And then she'll sometimes she'll just leave it on the floor and then just put it back on the bed. Yeah, that's normal too. That is not normal. Why, why even wash bed sheets? Why, why, why do we even wash bed sheets if we're just going to drag them all around? I don't, I mean, we're acting like I'm dragging them on dirt. Okay. But at the same time, you'll, if the dog's paws are dirty, you don't care. You just throw them on the bed, on the bed sheet. Like I don't. I I wash my sheets quite a bit, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm not gross this is, this is your neat freak talking i know i get that i understand it Ugh. but you have to console my neat freak side because i just I, I, immediately <sighs> what i my my the initial like ger- that's what I, I think germs mm. i think the bed sheet is just going to be all dirty it's going to mm-hmm. get back in the bed something's going to ferment in there and there's just going to be oh something like i don't know you have some kind of like anxiety issue with that yeah i think i think that's you know I don't know. I just... I mean, thinking about stuff fermenting in the sheets, <laughs> that has never crossed my mind at all. And like being grossed out, about, grossed out about butter on the table, covered. Okay. Maybe maybe you don't get grossed out. Maybe it's like, in my mind, I'm just like, it's going to go bad. Right? Mm-hmm. Does butter not have an expiration date? Is that just a... I mean, we use it quick enough. We don't use it often, but... Yeah, you're fine. Fast and enough to where it's not something you'll to see worry mold. about. You'll see mold if butter mold. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, butter molds. What does it turn like into yogurt or something? No, it has like the little purple the... blue spots that are fuzzy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you ever see mold, yeah. I'm... I mean, I'm so not weird about that. To where I've seen my grandma just like take the mold out. <laughs> <laughs> I would 1 million percent I have not a eat. really good immune system. Ask Mariah. <sighs> Mariah hates that I bring up, which is my best friend. Yeah. 
my immune system. But I mean, I feel like you do have. I'll say you do have a good immune system. I, I've gotten. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's about even now, but before I had gotten, especially I, when I first moved up here, I was sick all the time. Yeah, you were. And I don't know. Climate it, change, maybe. Climate change or just bed sheets being dragged. Oh, my you gosh. Know, and, and yeah, my, he's not used to that. Yeah, he came up. We used to use an air purifier. <laughs> and now we used to have two in our bedroom when we lived in my parents' basement. Did you guys know we lived in my parents' basement? Crazy. Yeah, we lived in Nicole's parents for like 10 months, right? Yeah, and I can't believe we did that. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, you do have to start somewhere. But the reason, okay, but you have to put a little perspective on why we're using an air purifier, right? Your dad. What are you doing right I now? I was picking my butt. I'm sorry. Oh my my, my butt was itchy. <laughs> Ew, smell my finger? Okay. Ew. Okay, now this isn't that's weird. <laughs> no, everybody scratches their butt. Okay. I just still happen not to have underwear on. But oh, yeah. <laughs> we just lost everybody. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyways. We have a wood stove in my parents' house, and so like the particles would be flying around and he's not used to it, so it would there was a lot of dust. Okay, some people might not know what a wood stove is. So people if, know what a wood stove is. No, they don't. They might it's, think it's a stove where you were cooking and you just use wood to heat up to you you know, to make your dinner. Which is not what the wood it's stove so is. It's so funny. Okay, Vic. What it's, is a wood stove? So a wood stove is a heater for the house. Yeah, That you use house. wood. You, know, you throw wood in there and it you know, heats up. Yeah, my up dad and, like chops wood all day every day. It's insane. He has work. piles and piles of wood that he goes and he cuts down trees and chops the wood. And then he carries it from the, from the forest over there back to the house. And they load up and they stockpile. Mm-hmm. And they have to do that. You know, every couple weeks because they run out because they use so much wood. Yeah. But he likes using it because it's natural and he has it and it just takes it. Yeah, it does a good job heating the whole house. It does. But when we lived in the basement, it was right by our room. And Mm -hmm. so down there would be stuffy. Yeah. It would be stuffy, all types of particles in the air. And so we had to keep our door shut a lot. And I had the air purifier to help with that. That's why I had the air purifier. Yeah. And Nicole thought I was crazy. And then when I put it in the room and I left the door shut and let the purifier run, when we walked in there, she'd be like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you can completely tell the difference. This air is like fresh. Yeah, and all the air, but now we don't use an air purifier, which no. is, yeah, he's gotten better. Well, yeah, and it's because we don't have a wood stove in our no, house. No, but you used to use an air purifier at your house where there was no wood stove. Yeah, in my bedroom. So. Yeah, you see. But we also had carpet in my room mm-hmm. and I felt like... I used to get a lot of allergies and I think it was because of the carpet. So I would use the purifier to kind of clean that air. Yeah. And it See, reduces I never dust even would and think all about, that. I would never think about that. Yeah. Like using an air purifier. It's just amazing. I mean, if you haven't, if you have a small room that maybe has carpet or you don't like dusting a lot in your house, I would recommend try an air purifier. It pulls out all the dust. It helps you. Yeah. I mean... Okay, I gotta engage in this. Yes. No, get you know what, Nicole? <laughs> just forget about it because you don't you don't think that stuff helps. You're like what? You get you get so anti technology sometimes. Like you just don't care. That's true. I am anti technology. Like, I'm the one that set up the whole TV and sound system mm-hmm. and where we can stream now from I have the Apple TV. Yeah, you're tech savvy and I'm not. I'm very old fashioned. I would be fine with writing a love letter to someone instead of I hate texting and I hate I hate FaceTime is the freaking worst. I'd rather I'd rather Okay, okay, okay. 
I agree with that. I was going to say something really severe, but <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. But you still enjoy having that technology. When I we, enjoy Netflix. Well, or you like, you know, when I can mirror my computer to the TV, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I'm happy we can do that. Or, hey, can you set this up for me? Because, you know, I can yeah, do it. Yeah. So you're happy that that's I'm happy you can do it. But I don't ca- I don't care to learn it myself because if I didn't have it, I'd still be fine. Yeah, you know that's a, that's the point right there. You rely on me to do those things, and I'm happy because mm-hmm. I enjoy doing those. I don't things. really want technology to take over the world. I really just I don't because I think that that's going to lose human contact, and so I kind of worry about that. So I am very adamant on sending things in the mail and thoughts and being a little bit old fashioned in that because I don't think there's enough. Oh no no no! So I agree with you. When's the last time you sent somebody a letter in the mail? Like I, you didn't even want to do Christmas cards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say Christmas cards is like a Caucasian thing. I feel like it's I, I never in all my years, you know, my family we never did Christmas cards. Okay. And it just wasn't something we did. And when we came up here, I was like, oh wow, I'm really being mm-hmm. immersed in your culture because uh, now I'm wearing pajamas that match with everybody. And we have the dogs in the photo and we're all smiling, taking a, you know what I mean? Like that just wasn't a thing. It's not normal for you. Exactly. But what I'm saying is I agree with you. Social media is taking over. We're not having the contact with people. Texting gets people away with not, you know, really talking. Yeah, dude, if somebody asked me on a date through text messaging, I'd be like, no. But I I am still like, if I really want to talk to somebody, I'll call them, right? I I do that over texting. Yeah, you are really good with calling too. Yes. My favorite is face-to-face. How I how I accept love in the love language mm-hmm. is definitely face to face moments private together. Yeah. Do you know? I yeah. No, no, no. I totally get it. Yeah. And I like I love having conversation with people. I love having and I do yeah. think that people spend you know, and maybe I sometimes spend too much time on social media and that's not healthy. I mean it, I notice that that's when my anxiety is the highest is when I'm on social media more. If it wasn't for what we were doing and the benefits that we get from having social media now, oh, yeah. I would, I would, I would delete not, it. I would not have Instagram. Yeah. It's so crazy. I wouldn't have it if if I was actually trying to take care of my health. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? That sounds sad. That does sound sad. Yeah. It's, it's my job though. No, and you're right. You're right. That is your job. Because it's not... I have the most fun when I go somewhere and I don't care about putting it on Instagram. Yeah. And so it's becoming where what I post more is collaborations. Yeah. And then people are like, oh my gosh, so many ads, so many. It's like, yes, because the real moments that I'm I'm doing, I'm actually, I'm enjoying them. And if I'm like, okay, I have to get a picture tonight. Oh, it's frustrating. Then it's super. I hate it. Which we'll save that with. We'll save we'll that keep for. That for we another have somebody episode. really good coming yeah. on for that. But it just kind of to where it's not enjoyable. It's not as enjoyable. No, and it used to not be like that. If you go look at my old photos, it's yeah, like, oh gosh, and it's stuff that you don't, you know, like back in the day, you we would take a picture and just post it. You don't care. No, no, nothing. Now there's so much criticism. Oh yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In comparison. In comparison to how, yeah. And back then you sucks. would post, back back then, I remember in high school, you'd post, you'd hang out with your friends, yeah. 20 pictures, just tag everybody, oh, yeah. and you just go through, it's like, hey, that was a good time, nobody cared, mm-hmm. you know, you got, uh, the, the people that were in the photos are the one that liked it, maybe some of your family, and that's it, I mean, you really didn't care, you know, 
say whatever you want. Because I'm just trying to think of what good can come. What good? I'll ask you this question, and then okay. we'll we'll wrap up. All right. Um, what good comes from mm-hmm. your you searching media? You being on media. Um. Okay. I mean, there is good. So no. So okay. So I'll t- I will say this, and I, I I've been saying that a lot. I'll say that. That is true. If you look at my feed. Yeah. Right. I don't follow anybody but you, so it's not my feed. But if you oh, go, yeah. if you, you should address that, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that in a later episode. But okay. if you go to my search, right, where it shows things that you normally look at, right, because mm-hmm. it has an algorithm for things, all the things that come up for me are facts, educational. Yeah, it's a bunch of facts, a bunch of did you knows, a bunch of soccer. Yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. I don't go look at other people, no, see what they do. So, so it's very beneficial for you. I learn a lot. Yeah, you I learn. learn a lot, and, I, and I'm always telling you, Nicole, look at this, or did you know that this person, mm-hmm. or in you know this year, did you like? That's all I look at. Yeah. And every once in a while, I check in on my friends, but if I want to check in on my friends, I'll call them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't use that as a as a template, you know, to see what my friends are doing and that's how they're same, doing. Same, same. So, so, so that that's I don't either. Yeah. And I don't like it's not like I see something that my friend posts that I didn't already know about. Exactly. So, but I get how it can be really useful for families who live far away and they're posting pictures of the kids. And that's more like Facebook. That's Facebook. Yeah. And I feel, okay, now I'm starting to feel guilty about (laughs) saying, like, if I was worried about my health, I wouldn't have it. I'm very thankful for the platform I have and I absolutely love it and I try really hard to use it appropriately, but it's, it's, it's scientifically proven. It is scientifically proven mm-hmm. to increase your mental health issues. So what I'm trying to do, what I want to do is not what I actually do. Mm-hmm. I want to post more visually appealing things all of a sudden. I don't want to be in the photos. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's like I want to be like a creator but not be... But then you're also conscious about the people that follow you. Yeah, they don't care to see that. Because they won't care to see that. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. This can go down a rabbit hole really far about social media. And we're going to do that, but not on this episode. Yeah, we'll cut cut this out. Well, anyway, thank you guys so, so much for listening to another installment of uh, Coco Yes, thank you guys so much. We kind of go on tangents here, but... We do. We're learning. We're we're learning. Don't hate us, right? Because this is is new for us too. This is scary, okay? This is is scary to put ourselves out there and for people to be on the other end listening to this, you know? Yeah, I, I don't really like to put my feelings and stuff out there because that puts us up to being hated and judged and this and that it leaves us vulnerable right i don't like yeah that it word is, it it's good i just can't really pronounce it so i, <laughs> so I choose the other route vulnerable but no we do appreciate those who listen and you know and you can give us suggestions we're very open to suggestions get on our social media it's a coco caliente podcast on instagram yeah i'm super excited about our instagram and stuff and i really want to put forth what I want to do on that page, like positive vibes. Yes. Stuff that would make you see and you're just like, okay, I'm going to put my phone down now and I'm going to go do something. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to tell someone something nice. I'm going to radiate positivity. I'm going to pay it I'm going to be inspired by this. And that's what I want to start doing. And you cannot be inspired by my selfies. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and there will be giveaways. 
We've yeah. been we've been stocking up and testing out different uh, like different thing merchandise that different we like. merchandise that we like mm-hmm. mugs or magnets or bottle openers or whatever. But we're gonna we're basically trying out seeing different companies that we can work with that you know does it how we like it. Yeah. Um, and then to you know give it away to you guys. We don't want to sell anything yet. No. We just want to give you guys free. You guys stuff. don't even know if we're, we suck or not. Exactly. Yet. <laughs> so you guys are kind of still testing out the waters with us, and we want you guys to grow with us. So the mm-hmm. best way for us to do that is for you guys to rate and review the podcast right yes. go on uh apple podcast it'll soon be on spotify if, if it's not already rate it poorly then just don't rate yeah it. you know what <laughs> if, if you don't like it just just, just don't like, just, just don't bother going yeah just go to another podcast you know if this is not for you like you can just move along you know and and if you want you go ahead comment on our social media that's fine but just you know we want we want positive vibes right yeah we and, really do and we want to do this for you guys so let us know what you guys want to listen to what you guys mm-hmm. want to know and learn or guests that you think that yeah, we should so have on the show we're trying to branch out if you haven't noticed it's gonna be there's gonna at least be a guest every other week every yeah. other episode yeah. so we got some really cool people lined up we're really excited different perspectives and yeah that's that's really exciting yeah 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 because so. we're gonna be meeting some of these people for the first time also exactly it's not and it might not be people that you know you know there's yeah. some people you know and other people you don't know yeah but, but that it keeps you it should interesting know. That, yeah, or that you will know <laughs> you have no choice if you're listening <laughs> so yeah, yeah uh, thank you guys for listening uh follow us on coco caliente podcast on instagram coco caliente pod on twitter uh, and you can rate and review us on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys, and have a great day. Adios. Adios.